0: Sports listeners, I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every
1: single Tuesday.
0: This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Yay! A little louder, please. Louder. It's my birthday month. Everybody keep oh. clapping. Let's Yay! go. Keep clapping. Yay! And all People sure. and businesses that support those teen athletes. Yeah, it has to be a little bit about me today. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, I first off, I got to say, uh, uh, something's good. Organic, Dominique, please. Wow. I mean, that's all we could say. We got our first watermelon. Okay, well, I I was dishing it out, and Huge, honestly, heavy, heavy beautiful thing. I sat and in a cantaloupe. I mean, we had to had the seats. and you know, you I. I've had so many um, watermelons, the seedless, I don't know why, dumb. I like doing the seats because I'm like a little kid. I'm like squeezing. I'm shooting them at Dominique. You know what I mean? Spit them out. I thought I was like. She's like, what are you? Ten? I was ten. I was ten in front of the trash can. Organic with watermelon. This, I immediately texted her. But let's just share
1: watermelon therapy.
0: Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, so and then the chickens. We have chickens, and then they get the leftovers. They get the rinds. They get the rinds, and oh, the best watermelon I ever had. Yeah. So what we do is we get a delivery from Carolyn something's good organic and it comes so it's a to CSA us. box it's a CSA box we, we pay an extra $5 to have it delivered to our door nothing you you could go and pick it up yes you could pick it up but we have it delivered and I and who oh, I forgot her name I'm sorry because they rotate them but they're the nicest sweetest organicest kids that there is I, I usually <laughs> give them a little extra money when they come because I know you know they don't have any money so uh, what we got in our box this week and it was cost okay you're not going to believe we're going to we're going to have a deal for a blender's card okay? if anybody we're closest to I don't have the bonus scar on me but my name's not crime so I'll, I always pay as how many you're going to give so the list we're going to give the and list and I want, I want people to guess how much it cost okay so this is what we got in this week's box I'm going to you two this is fabulous okay we got four bunches four, four heads, heads of, of lettuce. lettuce okay what what I, four were heads you of there lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> very funny okay one big bunch of strawberries now one I'm telling bunch you of it was a big bag okay so heavy big delicious it's still in there, I don't organic. know how it's made. Orga- everything's organic. Okay, we got one cantaloupe, gigantic watermelon. We got a big bunch of broccoli, huge bag of cherry tomatoes, heirloom tomatoes, two, two heirloom tomatoes, two, two avocados, and you know it's not like you have to wait eighteen days for it to be ripe. I no, mean, no, they were, they'll ripen this week. Yeah, they definitely they're re- they're ready to go, and then we got red peppers four. We got one beautiful red gigantic onion. It was Huge. a colossal onion, gigantic. We got two zucchinis and two bunches of carrots. How come people aren't writing this oh, down? Because uh, I need the total. I, did I forget the cilantro? Yes. Wow. We got a bunch of cilantro. And too. a bunch of cilantro, which is in a beautiful water cup that's in the refrigerator. Can I? And you know, you she's so snip. good. Snippy, snippy. Yep. <laughs> you have to have cilantro with your scrambled eggs. Okay. How much money delivered to the door? You want to say amount? You want to start? Emily! I you crushed your last name. Yurchison. Yay! <laughs> our sound healer! Okay, she is going to come up with the first bid. What do you say? What would you pay for all of that delivered by um, our local grower, all organic food? say an amount. $18. $18, okay. They go broke with that, but go ahead. I'm not, I'm not trying to hit... Okay, all right. Ed Langlo's in the house. Put your hands together. Woo! Yeah, Ed, what do you say?
1: Yeah, I'll say twenty-four ninety-five.
0: Twenty-four ninety-five. Okay, 95 Holly? Go ahead. I, I thought it was going to be way <laughs> higher. Oh, so there you go, Holly. Yeah, it's all made. organic. organic.
2: <laughs> okay, it's, it's organic. If you had to go to some big fancy marauds. Exactly. Yeah. I,
0: I'm thinking closer to... 70? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. It, that's what I would think, too, but that's way high, but that's okay. 70. Dr. D, what do you want to say? Uh, okay. The, 12 pounds, six pence. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> and <laughs> by the way, point. was there a uh, peck of pickled peppers in that uh, package? Uh, no peppers. No, bells, no pack of pickled peppers. Okay, Peter Parker, you going to take, take a yeah. hit at it?
3: <laughs> um... Forty
0: nine ninety five. forty nine ninety five. Okay.
4: Well, the the grand total. So I I priced it out of the grocery store. But and uh, at Arouse, it would have cost fifty five dollars. Oh! But we only pay twenty five for the box and five for delivery.
0: Wow. Woo! So $30. 30. 30. Yep. Can't beat that. So, folks, it's something good organic. You can. How do you? How did you do this? You did this online.
4: Yeah, Something right. Good Organics is the CSA program. So right. what I do is I purchase six weeks in advance and um, I actually have them deliver every other week right. because we have so many things going on this summer. So you can determine your delivery schedule. You can also take vacations and stuff like that. But the nice thing about the CSA program, whether you're doing Something Good Organics or, or any of the various farms, is that the farmers can plan on what to plant. So we are helping our local growers with their with what they're growing when we participate. You so Order it's huge. Fresh
0: eggs from them because she has a just a whole load of chicken. They also have bread. Yeah, bread. And, if you want to do um, bread, different I mean, things in different seasons. You know. And so you think, oh, Erica, it's a what real do you, deal. oh, you say, "Teen Sports Radio." What do you get out of it? You know what we get out of it? We're sharing. We love. We love again. local. We love local. We've been doing this for years and years and years, and I'm telling. you. We love you, our farmers. Oh my God! And she's the most beautiful person on the planet. Sometimes I just we go just to pick it up, just to see her. <laughs> so and we, she we also takes our roosters. So yes, really nice. she, yes, <laughs> she, that we shouldn't be having. Boy, when we get one of the rooster in the thing, yeah, we hide it. Clean, clean eating makes for healthy students and uh, strong athletes. Definitely. So anyway, again, last but not least something's good organic all day hashtag <laughs> <laughs> that's all i gotta say all right so um what we're gonna do is we have a great guest today put our hands together steve ortiz Woo! all right so we're gonna talk to him in a minute um but we've got holly mccord duncan in the house of smart college admissions Woo! yeah I love it when she's here because she just nails everything that kids need to learn. Dominique Hackett's in the house. Good morning. Hey, you know, I forgot to include you last week. And I'm so sorry. You were behind me. It was which, a full room. I know. And you stood behind me. <laughs> you got it, you got to be in my line of fire. <laughs> I was the cheering. I, know, I was the cheering in the, <laughs> in the back. So <laughs> s- talking about you, yes. And then, uh, of course, Ed Langlo is going to be talking about what this week?
1: Uh, critical Path is... Uh, It's going to be the topic Critical path Critical path A plan for your life Nice So we're going to Give an approach To a critical path For teenagers To use for A plan for their life Beautiful
0: Okay Emily's in the house And she's got this bowl With this uh, Erica be Good stick (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she's going to do She's going to whack me So she's going to be talking What are you going to be talking about?
5: Uh, sound healing, the power of sound to heal matter and uh, heal our lives
0: Nice, mm-hmm. sound healing, we got a lot to go on here And of course we've got a lot of great commercials I'm going to be listening to And I got the smooshy sign, so let's get to a bunch of new commercials Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen, we'll be back with a lot more after these messages Listen. Listen. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, put our hands together. we got Steve Ortiz (laughs) in the house. United Way. Very excited. So, did you get the list of questions? Got him. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just, that's yeah, really funny. so cute. Isn't I have, have paper in front of me. This is so nice. <laughs> All right. So, um, and I talked to Angel over there, and I was so excited because we've been trying to get United Way out here for, like, months. Um, so, Steve, your story and your affiliation with um, United Way, how did it get started?
3: United Way? Yeah. Way before my time, but right. we've been here since 1923 in Santa Barbara. Okay. Um, I've been with United Way for 14 years and nice. now serve as the CEO of United Way.
0: So how did you get involved in that? Like, what, like, is something when you were a kid, you know, sometimes you get attracted to a nonprofit because it, it, yeah, it influenced
3: have, your family. Or I have a, f- a financial background, but growing up, I always did volunteer work with family through college and different, um, you know, community efforts. I was always involved and... This mix, uh, part of my volunteer work and community efforts, along with my financial background, it became a, a, great career for me.
4: That is so awesome. Do you have like personal stories of people who have been uh, benefited from United Way stepping in and helping them?
3: Yeah. Um, you know, it's been great um, now being there 14 years, we've seen a lot of students in particular go through our programs and then return back as community leaders or even serve as um, employees of our programs now. So it's really great to see that full circle. And a lot of what we do is in education. Uh, so we take on a lot of kids and families who are, for the most part, lower income, um, and they just simply need the resources and the opportunities to open up for them. And once you have that opportunity, once they have that opportunity, they really really blossom. Um, and it's great to see the success they can have when we come together as a community and support them.
4: That is so huge, yeah, so yes. important. So how is it that the community members reach out to you? Do they access you on the website, or do you have a location they come to?
3: Yeah, it, it depends. You know, today we're talking about Day of Caring, so there's a sp- specific volunteer opportunity. is the largest in the tri-counties, and mm-hmm. that's something we put out there and try to engage our community in giving back to schools, local parks, um, other nonprofits to really help support whatever they need uh, through this one-day effort. But uh, in the other programs, we have a lot of partnerships, over 200 partnerships um, in the school districts with other nonprofits, public sector as well. And the idea is to create collaborations to improve specific areas of our community. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, education is kind of our key right now, but we also focus on financial stability um, ha- and health and wellness as well.
4: Awesome. So you said
5: Day of Caring? Day of Caring. What, ta- what day is that?
3: September 14th. Oh, it's coming up. Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: So can you explain what that Day of Caring is? And
3: sure. I'd love to. It's our 28th Day of Caring locally. Um, and what we do is really recruit Local volunteers. We average about a thousand people who come together on one day and do four hours of volunteer work at schools, nonprofits, churches. Um, and the idea is to beautify Santa Barbara. Um, and we use the volunteer power to do that over four hours. Many of these nonprofits don't have the funds needed to do the work. Uh, so the volunteers really play a huge role in that.
0: Quick question genius love that whole idea in um, the United Way is in the whole country right and in the they're probably nation, yeah. nation right so they're probably big in LA mm-hmm. so just to put it out there since you're a CEO so C- CEO right yes so when you have your little CEO meeting or whatever why don't we do a day of carrying like in Skid Row <laughs> yeah we, we've been reading about in LA about how uh, yeah not like this is outside it, but you know you have other yeah. affiliations and organizations and yeah, it, because it, it it has to come from the nonprofit side because the government side doesn't Santa it's Barbara a, needs it too it's a yeah. well sure yeah. but it's not that's nothing in Santa Barbara that looks like Skid Row yeah, yeah. okay and, and I just had a friend just drive down there because yeah. you know right. like is this fake news is this riot or whatever but we had just came back from uh, San Francisco and I was just in San San Francisco five years ago yep. and three blocks out of where I'd stayed at the at the um place that I used to stay at, okay, I wouldn't walk there. with This syringe is on the ground. Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. So, uh, so we need our volunteers. Yeah, we need we the need volunteers. We need our community members. Because that's the only way anything is going to get right. done. And with this, such a gigantic organization like United Way, especially with the 200 partnerships, mm-hmm. because it really just, people just need to wake up to it. Because it's not like anybody, I mean, I, I saw a thing the other day where people were giving away free food a five bucks outside of skid row and you had a choice, do you want free food or would you pay it forward? Not one person on that line that went for the free food did not throw in a couple of bucks to pay it forward and then the truck went right down the skid row and now that they're feeding the people and this has been going on now for weeks. So, and I, you know, this is just somebody saying I can't stand Mm -hmm. it anymore. The Day
2: of Caring is actually a great tie-in because the, all the high schools essentially have community service requirements and Mm -hmm. you need that to graduate. And what a great opportunity to not only give back to your community but do it with your friends and your peers and make a difference to an organization that you really care about so really honestly this day of caring is such a gift to our local Mm -hmm. community in both what it accomplishes but also the opportunity it presents to students to get involved.
3: Yeah, we we love seeing the teams. Usually uh, friends come together from schools or families, Mm -hmm. uh, workplaces put together teams as well. And and that's the main idea, you know, supporting organizations that they may already be passionate about, but also learning about other opportunities in our community. So there's over 50 different sites um, across the county uh, that, you know, need support. And our goal is to recruit volunteers to come out and register uh, for one of those sites, or we'll plug you into a site if you're not sure where you want to go.
5: Nice. You talked also about the educational programs mm-hmm. for the kids and the family, is and you also talked about the financial piece of it. Right. Is there education about finances for the kids? Are there opportunities for them to learn about how to take care of that? Or yeah,
3: through, through our different programs, um, we offer uh, education on financial literacy. It's not something that's really taught in schools. No, but it's essential. Uh, so we see that, that need. So throughout our programs, for example, we have a, a summer program uh, called Fun in the Sun. You know, the idea is, education, but we hide the education through fun activities. Nice. Um, and one of our key partners is, for example, Montecito Bank and Trust, and they've created a curriculum. Um, shout-outs
4: to Montecito Bank and yeah, Trust. Yeah, shout-outs to
3: them. Yeah. Uh, curriculum yes. really so is brought down so to the good. level of this, each student, yeah. um, and they're able to learn about savings, um, you know, building assets for the future. Then we do the same with the parents as well, because the kids need that whole family support as well, so the idea for the parents of saving for uh, college for the kids as well, or just for emergencies in the future. So that's a big component of what we do
5: that's really neat too because i think a lot of times especially if kids come from lower income there's these beliefs that really need to transform and if they can begin to think of themselves in a you know visionary mindset or that they're an entrepreneur becoming Mm -hmm. that they can gain some empowerment and skills that can really
3: yeah one of the cool things we created with with montecito bank and trust is we have uh, montecito dollars that they could give and they have the i believe it's the penguin they support from the zoo as as the um logo there uh, but the kids all have a job during the program nothing big but you know they get to have a skill set yeah. and they make a decision at the end do i save this money or do i spend it on a, a toy or something they could have or do we pull money together and have a big pizza party at the end so you have to make decisions about money as well as so they we start learning the process of, of investing saving um, and, and combining money with others so it's, it's a really great tool we also do a um uh, financial stability program called Volunteering Income Tax Assistance, uh, so which wraps up during the tax season. Uh, we service about 3,000 households a year, mostly lower income households. That's that's our goal, but it's a federal program. If People qualify every year it changes, but about $60,000 a year for a household of four people. Um, if they earn around that, they qualify in Santa Barbara. We have many people who fit that criteria, but we service uh, on average people who earn $23,000 a year, so it's a lower income population. Um, the idea here is g- having them get the credits they should be earning uh, through this program. Uh, so many of them get anywhere from, I've seen $1,600 and the highest $7,000 refund. But it's not just getting that check, Is how do I now use this money? So mm-hmm. opening savings accounts, mm-hmm. uh, building assets for the future through uh, uh, you know savings accounts or college saving funds. And you know we use our partners to really do that. So the households could get out of that cycle that they're yes. in of either paying yes. high interest loans yes. Yeah. Uh, instead of that, they start thinking about saving for yes. the future.
4: Yes, That's so huge. I feel really bad that I don't know how United Way originally got started. Can you tell me a little bit of history about this beautiful nonprofit?
3: I can. I mean, it started in Denver in the 1800s. Um, and it's almost like a joke because it was a priest, a rabbi, a nun. And there was a fourth player who I cannot remember uh, who, who met uh, You know, together. All wet. They're all in heaven now because... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they came together uh, with the idea of supporting people who were in need in a community um, and from that they, that grew the idea of the community chest um, and the red I remember fe- the yeah. Community chest yeah and the red feather was a big symbol primarily at that time it was women going door-to-door door, um, you know asking for support for individuals and then it became the war chest uh, during the wartime as well and eventually the community chest model became the United Way um, so that has been the The history that started in the 1800s, 1886, I believe it was, here in Santa Barbara in 1923.
0: So, when you say you partner with uh, the 200 nonprofits, is that in uh, assistance, like you have grants to go to those, or are you just partnering in a, a collaboration?
3: Yeah, we're multifaceted. In some areas, we are creating and managing a partnership, and other partnerships, we are joining an effort that's already in place through funding or resources, other resources. Uh, it's really about what's needed in our community. For, I you know this program I spoke about, Fund the Sun, the summer learning program, we won a national award in 2012 for being the best summer learning program in the nation nice. it's a grassroots program that only exists here um, uh-huh. in that program by itself we have 80 plus uh, partners that all bring their best resources to this one program so it's not United Way making the difference it's the collaboration that comes together and really makes a huge difference
2: so how do people get involved with, or decide that if they want to sign up for this day of caring and participate what do they need to do
3: they could visit us thank you at volunteersb.org <laughs> or they could call 805-965-8591 and we will register you. And if you go online, you can actually choose a specific site you would like to volunteer in. Um, Give and me that number again. 805-965-8591 or volunteer or volunteersb.org Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, I'm really encouraging everyone to get out there and participate and volunteer because our community needs it and Mm -hmm. you benefit as a volunteer Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, your life's enriched.
3: And if you want to come celebrate after, Albertson's Vance hosts our barbecue at the end at Oak Park. So we have free food and a lot of fun games for the kids and families as well. It's a big celebration at the end of all the hard work.
0: It's fabulous.
3: Are you expecting,
0: what, 1,000 people?
3: Yeah, every year we average about 1,000 plus. Our highest ever has been about 1,800 people who come out um, you know, in four hours, 50 different sites mm-hmm. across the county. What does it look like this year? Uh, we will have about a 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the last few weeks, everybody starts registering. We're about right, 700, 800. Come on, Not doing so.
0: anything for four hours. Free food, stop. That's all day. Right. So, anyways, um, we we probably have a few more questions. We're going to take a little break, though. Okay, does that, that work with you? Yes, sure Because right, I know, I know you're busy, but uh, I've got a s- few more minutes with you, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of it. Let's take a little break. So Erica Salda, the Queen of Team, will be back with more after these messages. Lizzie. Lizzie. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Well, I got to say that Santa Barbara, you know, it's almost on the anniversary of uh, what we had to experience as a community, Steve, with the uh, flood crisis and the fire crisis. And I got to say, I know United Way was there for us. So let's put our hands together because (laughs) seriously... I don't know how, I don't know how many dollars uh, but I would like you to tell us because I know you you were United way shoveled money to a lot of different places so I mean we need we were very blessed to have our United way here something like that because that's when all hands were on deck so yeah.
3: Yeah, it was definitely the largest disaster we had seen locally. And, you know, it was coming from Ventura, the fire. So we had a decision to make whether we started our own fund or partnered with Ventura out there. And that's what we decided to do because it, we have a lot of people who commute back and forth between uh, the counties. And, you know, at the end, we ended up raising uh, together about $5.2 million. Um, in Santa Barbara to date, we've distributed about $2.2 million. And the efforts continue with a lot of long term recovery. Uh, we've partnered with a lot of of key organizations, the Santa Barbara Foundation, Unity Shop, Food Bank, many who participated during the initial recovery phase, Mm -hmm. um, and now many that continue like the Salvation Army, uh, Santa Barbara Foundation, many others who are still supporting long-term recovery. You know, in the few months after the disaster, we funded 21 organizations, um, and and after that, we partnered with a family service agency to do specific case management with individuals who had suffered loss. Not to interrupt
0: you, but you brought up that word, because I remember when... um, New uh, shop is here. yeah and uh, they they brought up that case manager mm-hmm. because that that was a that's a very important role right to, to we well, want you explain what they do
3: yeah well the you no know, the reality is that many people don't really know what they need immediately it takes uh, you know processing mm-hmm. what has happened um, realizing the loss uh, to really figure out what they will need going forward. Um, A case manager really helps them dive into finding that information Mm -hmm. um, and helping them not only one single time and saying goodbye, but helping them through the process of recovery in a long-term phase. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we worked with Unity Shop initially as they were helping distribute food, clothing, and other items. Um, And after that phase, we partnered with the Family Service Agency, who's had many years of expertise locally, and they were able to meet with, um, they met with over 550 households in santa barbara we ended up funding 421 households um, for uh, three specific areas um, loss of property uh, next of kin if there was someone who passed within a family and loss of job or wages which we saw when a lot of closures happened during that time so it was Many people in need We were all impacted In some way During that disaster Uh, So you know We were in a position And the community We're just blessed To live here And Mm -hmm. the type of response We had from Our foundations Other nonprofits, Community members And as I shared earlier People from Florida Canada All over uh, Sending in money As well to support uh, The need here So we were able To really dive in And support organizations Who were helping others But also the individuals Themselves Um, And now You know Months later We continue because there's people who are still trying to figure out where are we going to live? Mm-hmm. Are we going to rebuild?
4: Yeah, you uh, don't hear about it very much, but I still have friends that um, they're living in half a house because the other right. half of the house has mold in it.
3: Exactly. We recently, thank you for bringing that up, we recently uh, housed someone who was living in a home with a lot of mold and we were able to get a modular home for them uh, through funding that we received through support. Um, and you know, that's what we're doing. And part of financial literacy as well, we have found people who, uh, two things, one or the other, uh, they've experienced a lot. Of loss uh, the partner who was in charge of finances you know they're gone and they have mm-hmm. zero idea of how to continue forward where all the paperwork is mm-hmm. and then also we've had households who've received a lot of funding to support them through the process and it's the first time they've had this influx of, of money and figuring out how to use it properly um, have a last long term as well for their recovery uh, so part of what we do is that financial literacy component as well Very nice. Tell us again how you can be contacted. Uh, phone number 805-965-8591. If you want to go to our general website, it's unitedwaysb.org. Nice.
0: And what we would like to do, because this is a community hour, and the uh, advertising that uh, that the show gives to Uh, The show, basically, we donate it back to the community, and there would be not a better um, nonprofit to support than United Way. So whenever you get an opportunity, um, make a schedule, a date with Dr. D. We'd love to uh, put something together for you, you know, like this community treat, as they say. I know you can say, what's the catch? (laughs) There's no catch. Maybe like a United Way T-shirt size large for Dr. (laughs) D. Okay? How about that? Thank you so much for showing up here today. Please come back. Anytime you're doing anything, please Thank pop you. It's in. It's a
3: really fun group. I yeah. think I will come back. Thank
0: you. I love your voice. <laughs> um, you could be s- permanent. September 14th. People. September 14th. Yes. Every, hey, everyone's got. Hey, just think about the free barbecue. That's what I've been thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Free food. I love that. And closer to your community service requirement. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we're going to get to Holly next, but let's take a break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messages. <laughs> And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tu- oh, uh, please tune in. What can I say? Every, Every single Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> There's three other times. That's what happens when people walk in and walk out. I get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> I know. I just get distracted. <laughs> oh, my God. Holly. Holly's in the house. Woohoo! Smart college admissions. We love you. I love I talking to, to students, I'll tell week you. I every month. I That's really great do. Because I have so much
2: to share that <laughs> okay, I can't wait for the opportunity every month. All right, so where are we going to go today? I thought today would be a great day to talk about the Santa Barbara City College Promise Program. Ooh. Because the Promise Program is a phenomenal gift to this community. And what it is, is students who graduate from one of the public, well, actually any high school in Southern County, Santa Barbara, has two years of tuition at Santa Barbara City College covered?
4: Wow, which that includes books too. I,
2: I mean, wow. it, it's amazing how much it covers. What I really love about it is that it, it sends the clear message that college can be for anyone. It really can offer you an opportunity to to get involved, test things out, see what you like. The one thing that concerns me is I'm not sure people understand that there's a difference in graduation rates between students who go to a community college and students who attend a four-year college right out of high school. And in this, this is no way to disparage the SBCC program. It is really a great opportunity. The challenge is they don't have the data that they can, other than we know they graduate X number of students every year who meet the criteria that would make them eligible to transfer to a four-year institution. We don't know how many of those students we lost in the two years at City College, how many veered off the college path. We also don't know how many actually do transfer. Nor do we know of those who transfer where and how many actually get a degree and how many years that takes. And while all of that may seem a lot to think about, it's really important. There was an article about two weeks ago in the Santa Barbara Independent talking about our Latino graduation and rate from college and enrollment in general is lower than even the statewide average which surprised me because Santa Barbara City College has this phenomenal reputation it should be for everybody and it is so we need to figure out where we're losing people in the pipeline but the other thing that I think is important and I was just talking to a first generation parent the other day and said so here I'm working with your daughter we're going to get her to go to college here's why I'm looking at Four year schools more than the two year school because, on the surface, you think I'm going to save all this money. Well, if you never get the four year degree, you're not really saving the money that you think you are because the salary you can get with a high school diploma versus a two year degree versus a four year degree is significantly different. So the the sentiment Oh, my goodness. At a
1: certain age, you fly past the person without that degree.
2: That's right. And it may seem like, oh gosh, I want to just get out there in the workforce and, and start earning money. And that's appealing, especially when it's your first job and you get your first paycheck and you're sure. like, woohoo, I'm free. Look at all this money I've got, or not when you realize how much the government's taken. But regardless, I get worried that people who stay at home don't have the same experience that forces them to grow up a lot. When you're on your own away from home, you have to make decisions that you don't have to make when you're living at home and that family can't ask quite as much of you, which is a trade-off in one way or another. But at the same time, if you're still living in the same world you were when you were in high school, you don't get the same opportunities to grow.
5: However, I think it can be a real stepping stone. When I graduated, I went to Oregon, and Mm -hmm. I did the four-year thing, and I wasn't actually ready for that. And so perhaps what it is is really kind of giving that space and time for that exploration of this is a stepping stone, because honestly, I mean, four-year schools are wonderful, and that's really important, but people are learning in all different ways, and so. So, you know, maybe instead of the, you know, fear and concern, really promoting it in a way that this is a stepping stone and here are some options. You can go into that four-year, you can go into working, you could, you know, this is because because I think the exploration is really important and, uh, you know, that two-year opportunity can give you time to really explore because sometimes I think there's a real gap. I had a hard time figuring out what the heck I was doing and I was in a four-year school. Do and you I know think, what I
2: mean? Yeah, and that kind of goes back to some of the other work I do about finding the right match for each yes. student. Because on other shows, I've talked about how students tend to gravitate toward names they recognize when that may not be where they belong as a person. Mm-hmm. So helping them to identify their strengths, even if they, I think it's ridiculous we ask 18-year-olds to choose majors, frankly. Yes. I think <laughs> yes. we should encourage them strongly to yes. explore lots of different things that they haven't ever been exposed to. And don't be afraid to fail. Exactly. Don't feel or feel like just because I didn't get in. A in this class or even a C in this class. Exactly. I didn't learn something. Exactly.
5: And when I was in high school, I went. I knew everybody. I knew all the teachers. When I went to the four-year school, I got lost. I was so depressed. I didn't, you know, and so I think, again, like, stepping stones are important uh, for some students, you know. Again, it just is determining, but what a wonderful opportunity that they have this gift, that this opportunity to go and get the funding for school in their local community. I think that's just fabulous. And
2: I think as long as there's
5: the support network
2: there yes. to make sure that we aren't losing them along the way, exactly, then we're ready to, then I'm ready to say this is fantastic and even in another way.
4: <laughs> My concern yes.
2: is the promise is there. Are we able to support the students as they head into their what they think is their chosen path and will they make it to a four-year degree because if you're not getting either some very specific trade skills whether it be a mechanic or, or something that you can use as a lifetime sure. of
4: income. Sure. So I'm that's a perfect example. I didn't make it to four years. Yeah. I, I got my AA degree from... Mm-hmm. from I was at SPCC for one semester but I graduated from Chafee mm-hmm. City College. Excellent City College. and am um, so fortunate with our and, city colleges. Yeah. And I didn't... But I didn't make it. I headed to Cal Poly Pomona for one uh, quarter semester can't remember now (laughs) 30 years ago um, but I didn't make it and so I really appreciate you bringing attention to this that if the parents are really dedicated to the kids making it through four years taking if you take advantage of the promise program that's fantastic but there has to be that support Mm -hmm. to keep it Mm -hmm. going to four years and to City College's credit I want to make sure that people understand
2: there's what's called the transfer agreement guarantee Mm-hmm. So students who go in to community college and Santa Barbara City College specifically, they just need to get themselves in the, what they call the TAG program. You will get a counselor who will help you make sure because you can't just go and pick, oh, any I'm going to take you want. any class I want. I'm going <laughs> to take this many credits TV. and then I'll <laughs> transfer. No, you have to take them within specific categories, meet certain GPA requirements, all that kind of stuff. And the counselors there will help you do that. But you also have to take the responsibility to stay on their radar mm-hmm. and get yourself enrolled. And if people don't know those, and especially if you're a first-generation student who's trying to mm-hmm. figure it out as you go, that's
1: And that's part that's of what really you do hard. Boys, isn't that
2: yeah. Yeah. part so of what you do? I, I absolutely will help students yeah. figure out if, if they're going to City College and they need help yeah. figuring out what the transfer agreement, what right. they need to fulfill. Good. I will help them with that. Good. It really, Santa Barbara City College really gears towards the public state schools, so the UCs or the CSU system that's a good match for some kids it's not a good match for everybody and as right. I've mentioned before some of the private schools it actually makes more financial sense to go right into a four-year school because you come out with less debt in the end mm-hmm. which seems impossible mm-hmm. when you look at the numbers but it really is true
0: mm-hmm.
2: so the Santa Barbara City College program is fantastic I just want people to be go into it with your eyes open sure. and help sure. people understand that there are questions that you may not know to ask but
4: may have a big impact on your future mm-hmm. give your content information again sure
2: (laughs) I work I own smartcollegeadmission.com my email is holly at smartcollegeadmission.com or you can reach me via phone at 805 968 6681 text or call either way is fine if
0: any you teachers out there would like Holly to come into the class, especially like 8th grade, ninth grade. She I will speak to any yeah, audience. I love
2: to tell people uh, s- all the things I want them to seriously. know so they make good decisions.
0: Well, I had a college coach for both of my boys. It was the best money ever spent because I'm like... That's not, you know, that's a in this case it was Lori, but now it'd be this is a Holly question. That's what I'd be saying. This is a Holly question. Don't come to me. I <laughs> and love I, it. I love I've it. seen what kids I mean, because of the show. I've seen the stress and everything the kids have to do to prepare. But when you're working with somebody closely, especially under the guidance it takes some stress off of oh, It just completely removes the stress, and the keeps you organized, on point, and just re- has a relaxing process <laughs> for the parents. Fewer arguments. And if moms, if if any of you out there are like helicopter mom, like Dominique and myself, trust me, call Holly.
4: <laughs> call Holly.
0: <laughs> and but it's not just kids with high GPAs. Honestly, mm-hmm. anybody,
2: I've worked with kids, I think 2.3 GPA and a 900 on the SAT, which is relatively below the national average. But there were options. That student had options that were not strictly limited to community colleges. There were four-year colleges out there. Mm -hmm. If you have a learning disability, there are schools that are geared, better suited toward that. If you are really into the environment and hands-on work, if you're really into, I don't like studying GEs. I really like to focus on the things I'm interested in. There are schools for that, too.
0: The passion that you bring, Holly, is that you are really into the right fit of the child. When you brought up a couple of sessions ago, the work study program, mm-hmm. had no idea that there was a such thing. Yep, colleges so, that will allow yeah, you to work for your great. tuition. So the key is, it, and I, I am really um, like the fact that you're really encouraging somebody not to strap themselves with a six-figure debt by the time it's all said and done, because I'm on that other end of it, on the financial wealth preservation. Yeah, I don't see it, but the parents are all, it's the name, the name, the name, and I'm like, at yeah, the end it's of the day.
4: It's not often you find a person who says, it's not the name of the college, right. but it's the kind of person you are that matters. It's, it's
0: it's Seriously. the experience yes. A po- I, I want like people that to the experience th-
2: not just survive college but thrive in college because oh, it sets so you up for everything key. that comes next
0: yeah Fantastic. so that's my thing
4: yay yeah. <laughs> I
0: <was> <clears throat> I can't wait till next month. We'll do next week or next month.
2: We will be talking about NCAA eligibility and what division one, division two and division three means mm-hmm. and all that kind of, how do I even get on somebody's, a coach's radar if I, an
0: a, I am an athlete and want to play in college. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait. October is going to be filled. I love it. Week one, October check. Always got, if you see one show a month, it has to be week one <laughs> or you could always just tune online because we're, we're all over the place. Uh, um, like us on Facebook before we SoundCloud. go to break. SoundCloud. Uh, we've got the YouTube. We have a new website. So Teen check that out. Dot com. Got, oh, here we go. <laughs> don't, don't
1: do, <laughs> <It's a jingle. laughs> oh, don't you, do it. Don't do it. Have made Dominique? up the jingle for it, Dom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we still have Ed Langlow and we've got Emily when we come back after these messages. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Stay tuned for more. Yeah. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So we we'll do the combo. Uh, my, why not, right? We can do anything we want. We've got Emily here on a singing bowl, and uh, we've got Ed singing, I guess, or, or is going to tell us sing a tune. But we're going to do a combo here. We've got one section left. Ed, so talk to
1: us. Okay, so I'm gonna do the If Only I'd Known segment. Uh, Today's segment is Critical Path Method, a plan for your life. If only I'd known what the Critical Path Method was and applied it to my life plan. CPM or Critical Path Method is used mostly in industries when independent activities require a critical path that connects those in the in the order that they take place uh, one before the other and so on through the process now i worked in the heating air conditioning business so i'll give you a simplified example of how the critical path worked in the construction industry let's say as a heating contractor i'm going to install a furnace in an attic suspend it from the roof rafters that the carpenter's going to put up and the electrician needs to connect the power to that furnace Now, if the electrician gets scheduled before me, when he shows up, there won't be a furnace to hook up. And somebody is probably going to take a little heat over that because now the electrician has to go back to the shop, load up with new materials for a job that hopefully he can get rescheduled for.
4: It's very frustrating. Oh, and and
1: expensive. (laughs) So the best system that that I've ever seen for scheduling is a four by four foot square calendar using an erasable felt pen to fill in the schedule and the dates for everybody to see. So the carpenter comes on Monday to put up the rafters. I come on Tuesday to hang the furnace from those rafters. On Wednesday, the electrician now has a furnace to hook up. It's really pretty simple. What's not simple is to apply the critical path method to your life. Uh, The first time that I applied this thought to my life was when I became a journeyman and I started making fairly good money, but I was 27, 28 years old. And I thought about if I would have gotten into this trade at a younger age, (laughs) I could have been making this money five years ago. And if I would have studied the geometry in high school that I just went to apprenticeship classes at night to learn, (laughs) I might have been a journeyman even younger if i could be reincarnated and i could write a list of the things that i want to do in my life i might say i want to spend long days playing golf with my friends make a lot of money and i'd like to be real smart so i'm going to get a good education i think i'll start with the long days playing golf but that's like the electrician showing up first because those green fees can be pretty high and i won't have that kind of money yet So the obvious critical path is the education first, then make lots of money, and the way I see it, that's in your 30s and 40s, because you're old enough to know your trade well, whether you're a doctor or a plumber, and still young enough to work those longer hours than a 60-year-old you or a 65-year-old you. That's when you play golf. (laughs) Some good questions to ask yourself are, what do you think you might like to do for a living? what will you need to learn for that occupation what will it take to get into that field and when are you going to start if you're a high school student or even junior high and you know what you need to learn for the occupation you're thinking about then start taking those courses because unless you become a dropout you're going to spend that time in school regardless and even if you don't end up in that occupation the knowledge will Come in handy at some point and in your the life. And you connect with, and sure, the people that you connect with in doing that, and you're way ahead of the person that doesn't have a plan at all. So think about the things that you want to do or accomplish in your life. Write them down and apply the critical path method to your list. Promise you this: those things will come smoother, sooner, and easier if you do. And hopefully, shoulda, coulda, woulda won't be part of your vocabulary. Woo. Tune in next week when we'll be talking about man's biggest vice, alcohol. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Singing
1: bowl.
5: Yes. Did you hear that singing bowl? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Little background music. So first of all, I would like to give a shout out to Maria. She is celebrating her first year anniversary at her Los Arroyos in San Inez. They're going to have a great celebration. Tuesday is the official day, but we will have music on Saturday. Way to go, Maria. It is not easy to, to do that business and make it go and she did it so that's fabulous awesome and uh, also wanted to announce uh, Santa Barbara speaking symposium next week next Thursday from 630 to 8 in the evening at the Free Methodist Church there will be a panel of six speakers there and um, the topic is to be heard to hear and be heard fabulous opportunity for people to learn how to listen and how to speak to one another another because communication compassionate communication is what we need in our world today we have so many different different points of view and so we really need to create bridges of communications between how we speak and how we listen it's going to be an amazing entertaining opportunity
0: Woo! Santa Barbara, we had an amazing <laughs> show today let's all get out there make somebody happy today all right until we meet again next week God bless you see you next week for now Nothing's gonna ever keep you down